Welcome to a Come Follow Me podcast, everybody. We are so excited to have you with us. This is a podcast for seminary teachers by seminary teachers as we discuss the Come Follow Me curriculum and what it might look like in our classrooms. All right, should we do this thing? All right, let's do it. Hey, kids, uh, welcome to the podcast. Um, all right, so you were going to run a little experiment on the student preparation last week. Did you do it? The whole note card thing? No. Oh, wait, it's Monday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> As of this recording, everybody, he hasn't had time to run that experiment. That's right. That's probably not coming till Wednesday, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So today I did Luke 2, just the first. Um, bummer. Bummer, bummer that we, we aren't recording when we normally do at the end of the week. We had to, we have to record every week because I'm gone all week. So, yeah. Oh, well. It's cool. It's a great idea if you guys don't remember, um, but we'll we'll have Brian report next week on. Remind me what the experiment was. Oh, remember you were going to, because we were talking about rebranding the student preparation. So it didn't feel like homework, but it was actually something motivating. And your idea was in the uh, the lesson on hearing the voice of the spirit, receiving revelation with um, um, with Joseph and the wise men. You, you were going to have them carry a three by five note card with them for the next 24 hours and try to record every time they think Heavenly Father's saying something to them. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So I will do that tomorrow at the end of the lesson because okay. tomorrow, so today I did the contextual part of the doctoral mastery. Tomorrow I'll focus on doctoral mastery and then get, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So let's talk this, this next week then. John one, the whole week is John one. Which I actually think is kind of awesome because John one's kind of awesome, and um, and so when you go to the overview, so are you looking at the overview with me, or you just want me to talk and describe? Uh, I, I could get that. You start talking, I'll go there. Okay, so John one is the introduction to obviously John's gospel. John's gospel is different than every. It's there. The other ones are called the synoptic gospels because they go together. John's is kind of a separate deal, and uh, and so John's going to introduce his gospel in a very unique way. So John 1, Monday's lesson, 1 through 16, is all about this kind of early Christian hymn or poem, some scholars think it is, um, but about who Christ was pre-mortally. So this lesson, I'm reading the purpose now, this lesson will help students feel deeper appreciation for who Jesus Christ was before his mortal birth and for the love he showed for us by fulfilling his mission on earth. So this is about students feeling something, but it's not the same thing as like, um, like, like the testimony that comes before application. Cause when you look at this lesson itself, it, it is very much about, uh, let's see, I'm pulling it up here. Like, uh, learning using scriptures to, to uh, learn something about Christ and who he was pre-mortally. And, and so you've got like a little scripture activity, Jesus in pre-mortal life, and then Jesus life on earth, some quotes. Um, and and it, it really is kind of almost like a, a context lesson, but not a context of John, but more of a context doctrinally of Christ. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 Um, they talk a lot about condescend and helping students condescend. Right at the very end, um, it asks these three questions about what have you learned about Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ today? Why do you think Jesus would be willing to descend below all things? 
How does understanding Jesus's condescension affect your feelings toward him? That's the only time it actually brings up feelings I could see in this lesson, even though that was the purpose. So again, I think it's important to understand that this lesson, what this lesson is and isn't as, as it's written. And it's, it, it's written to be, let's learn some things about the premortal Christ. And I'll ask you about how you feel about it at the end. That's kind of how it is. By the way, little side note, those three questions right that you would ask at the end, I, I would definitely have the kids write those down in their notebook to begin with and say, as we go, just add answers randomly to these yeah, three questions. That's a great idea. What have you learned about Heavenly Father and Jesus while studying these passages? Have that thing written up so that you can add to it. Probably not the yeah, middle yeah. one. Why do you think Jesus? Oh, yeah, 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 no. Why would Jesus be willing to descend? Yeah, yeah. And then and how do you feel when, about it? when you think you found an idea there, go ahead and share that and, you know. Yeah. There is a supplemental learning activity on this one that's for visual learners. So I've asked my teachers to identify what kind of learning style their, their students have. And if you've got a pretty visual class in your supplemental, they've got a little ad adaptation um, if they're visual. So that's kind of cool. But, mm -hmm. but all, all you're doing is covering kind of that opening poem. Uh, of, about Christ, which is, yeah. you know, kind of cool. Um, we go back now to the overview. And uh, the second lesson is 35 through 51. This lesson will help students better respond to the Savior's invitation to come and see. Oh, wait, I skipped one. That's the third lesson. Yeah, yeah. That's the third lesson. Yeah. The second lesson is this lesson will help students know Jesus more deeply by identifying and learning about some of his titles and roles. This is also scripture study heavy. This one is. Yeah. Um, teaching them how to use the topical guide, going over different titles. I actually think that this one starts off kind of cool because they have them like in 60 seconds, write as many titles for Jesus as you can yeah. think of. The little call out box reminds us that focusing on the titles and roles of Christ is one of our main like goals. And, you know, if you think about the teaching fundamental sheet or the Christ like learning yeah. things. Um, now, what's interesting is a, a number of my students on my faculty have already done a very similar that was a first week oh. lesson for them titles. So they'll just need to make some adaption. Doesn't mean to totally ignore it, but they'll need to kind of adapt. And you guys just came up with that on your own, or was that in a prior lesson? Um, I didn't because I didn't do it, but I just noticed a number of this of the teachers had done some uh, version. Yeah. 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 And if you found yourself doing something like that, then just because the lesson tells you to do it doesn't mean you have to do it that and way. You can go back, have the students, let's go back. The first day we talked about it, let me, let's go back to those notes. That that might even teach another principle. Yeah. Uh, you know, going back over promptings and thoughts and notes you have from previous things and gleaning yeah. from there. Yeah. So all is not lost if you did that on the first day or whatever. Yeah. And, and like the last lesson, so because this one is still kind of contextual in that this is now the context of how Christ fulfills all these roles. It doesn't really get to the level of um, relevance and testimony until you get to the end. There's three questions. Why does why does this title role teach you? What does this title role teach you about Jesus Christ? So I think you pick one of the titles from your list. Why is it important for you to understand the Savior better, better in this role? And then when have you seen the Savior act in this role in your life? That's the closest we start getting again to testimony and connection to students. Most of this lesson's point is to help you Learn how to study scriptures, see Christ in the scriptures, see all these roles, right? Yeah. So then the third lesson, though, is different from the other the other three or the other two, because 
Uh, let's see, go back to the purpose. Yeah, this lesson will help students better respond to the Savior's invitation to come and see. So to me, that's already telling us this is an application lesson. We're going to try to apply this one. Um, there's a really interesting call box, call out box here, because this is about the Jesus, you know, meeting a bunch of disciples and saying, come and see, you know, or whatever. The call out box, let's see, right? Um, kind of towards the top, it's the big one with the two bolded principles in it. So help students share principles they learn from the account because they're looking at these different accounts. It may be beneficial for students uh, to share what they found and help them identify principles, something they would have worked on last week or this week that you're currently on, how to identify principles. But then in that same call-up box, it still says, but remember, ask follow-up questions. You got to help deepen students' understanding of what they find. Then it says the remainder of the suggestions in this lesson are intended to help students liken, apply, the Lord's invitation to come and see into themselves. So this should feel different than the other two lessons. If it, if it, if you still stay at the kind of the head level of finding things in the scriptures, you may, you, you may be missing an opportunity on this one. Yeah. Yeah. This is a chance for students to start picturing what their daily decisions look like and making some alterations on how, how would this look for me type of thing? Yeah. Um, now, question. So there is an uh, an acquiring spiritual knowledge part two lesson. Are you teaching these uh, these acquiring spiritual knowledge lessons again, even though you would have taught it at the first of the year? Um, sometimes what I do is I'll just do a little mini five minute. Rem well, okay, remind me about this. Remind me about that sort of thing. And then what do you do? Because th this is Thursday's lesson, but some teachers... I won't. I'll just do it for 10 minutes on Thursday and and do something else. I'll pick a few things that I didn't pick up in the earlier part of John, that, that sort of stuff is what I'll okay. probably do. Anything that you may have missed or whatever. Yeah. Or maybe something that needs to be revisited just a little bit or, or expanded or whatever. Yeah. And there, and again, there's no harm in doing these again. Um, but mm -hmm. you know, you're, you're going to definitely want to do these in the fall when you have freshmen, you know, new freshmen students and they they may they they need to be oriented to doctrinal mastery. So just bear that in mind that these might be taught a, a second time. So maybe you don't want to teach them exactly that way. You could adapt. I think I'm sure there's supplemental on this one. If I go all the way down, uh, nope, there isn't actually. But you know you can for my teachers. If you wanted to do four square here, I think it's a great way to just teach them how to think like a disciple using that four square model that I have on Canvas. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, text me. Um, now, this is the first week that we have an assess your learning um, lesson. And yeah. uh, so so we can't ask you what you've done with these yet, but these are these are new. Uh, this lesson, I'm looking at the overview again, will give students an opportunity to evaluate their goals, learning and personal growth. Specific course outcomes that students will evaluate themselves on include their ability to study scriptures, apply the Lord's words to their lives, to receive personal revelation from the Holy Ghost and explain some of the roles of Christ. What's changed is if you look at the learning assessment at the end of the semester, um, rather than it being what we're used to seeing over the last bunch of years, it's all doctrinal mastery. So what these learning assessments do is make a bite-sized chunk of what those old assessments used to do. And so rather than making it feel like this test students need to pass, which I always thought kind of missed the point of what these were supposed to be doing, this really is helping you and them understand, are you, are you picking it up? Is it sinking in? Are you learning how to study yeah. scriptures? Do you understand um, some basics about who Jesus is and his gospel? 
They have the first call-out box, encourage daily scripture study. So it's just a good time to, to revisit the goals. Um, for those of you who are participating in my raffle, um, this is a good time to, you know, to get the numbers from the students. Maybe this is when you want to show the video. It will put them a week behind in this month's raffle, but maybe that's the time to do it. But but I wouldn't say this is a skip one. This I think these assess learning assessment um, lessons are are valuable. It's it's worth the time I think to take. Yeah. Have you looked at these at all? Have you seen how you thought I about what you're going to so is there still a regular assessment at the end, sort of? Yeah, but it's it's all doctrinal mastery. If you look at it, it's all doctrinal mastery. Yeah, okay. So these are more of a, how are you doing so far? Yeah, yeah. So like, if you kind of follow along with the the lesson, um, you know, there's a possible, there are learning activities, but uh, the purpose of the lesson, uh, the assessment lessons, you know, so this one, they're, you're going to do some things with planting and then a quote on planting. And then yeah, uh, the, option a and the option B thing. Yeah. 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 What are, I was looking at those, what are those looking like? Well, you can create a sculpture or a painting that represents oh. a name or title of the savior. You could write a personal experience to help you deepen your understanding of the savior. You can go, go do an interview with classmates, friends, or family. Hey, what members. a totally different. So this is asking them to do it outside of class. I, I, yeah, I mean, I would imagine because I don't, I can't imagine you could do two of the three you maybe couldn't do in class. I mean, they could draw. Yeah, I'm looking at this. It doesn't say anything about, but ask classmates, friends, or family members to share things they have been taught. That seems like that's an out of class experience. Yeah. I mean, I guess use they their thoughts. Text. Yeah. Use their thoughts in what you create. I mean, this is a great opportunity, though. Students love it when you do something different like this, you know, um, some do, I should say, and allow allow them to have the more hands on experience. But yeah, that's, that's unique. There's a different option, though, that doesn't go that route. If you've got a bunch of kids who are going to be like, I don't want to do something creative, you know, then there's another option here. But yeah, don't skip these ones. That's that's what I'm saying. They're, that's yeah. the role. of That's what they're trying to fulfill is is to do what I think the original assessments were meant were trying to do so yeah yeah so whole week in john one cool i'll be good yeah any other thoughts as you've kind of been tackling this new create this new curriculum uh, no i don't think so you're kind of no, my lab been, rat you're the one that's in it i so. mean it's been, it, it's been good i feel no like need to to cover every verse to get everything nothing like that let's yeah i don't know it's i've liked it so far but more to come yeah more to come cool all right well then let's call it bruh. good